Today's episode is sponsored by Autodesk Graphic. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI, and UX, or anything else you'd need out of a professional vector design app. Open, edit, and save raster or vector images, layered Photoshop or Illustrator files, CSS, SVG, PDF, and just about any other file format you can think of. You can open an AI file and export it to clean CSS code or a web-ready SVG with just a few clicks. It's available on your Mac, phone, and iPad, so you can design without compromise on the go. It's the vector design app you've been waiting for your iPad Pro and Apple Pencil. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or find it in the App Store today. So I have a really close friend who lives on my block. He is my neighbor. Part of our friendship comes down to the idea that we look really, really bad when we face swap on Snapchat. We make for a horrifying Frankenstein creature. He and I will Snapchat face swap everywhere. We'll do it on the subway. We will do it at music festivals. We'll do it when we're sitting on my couch watching the Kardashians because we're just bored. And every time we do these horrifying face swaps, we never post them anywhere. We just like laugh. We cry laughing, actually. (laughs) And then we save them. And during our text conversations, that is kind of like a trump card for us. It's become a meme in our chat conversations is anytime someone says something that's like warrants this face swap we'll just drop the face swap bomb and you can't even respond you just have to end the conversation there because it's so terrifying of a photo do you feel like that's too powerful of a tool that you can end a conversation (laughs) with somebody i mean it's it's a lot of power but snapchat has given us this ability and i'm very okay with it Hello, and welcome to Let's Check, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I'm your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant. Today, I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Carmen, tech reporter at TheVerge.com. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, because we're talking about uh, Snapchat, a thing that I like and don't fully understand, and specifically face filters on Snapchat. Let's kick it off right there. What is a face filter for someone who just heard your story and is like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? So Snapchat technically calls them lenses, if Uh. you want to get technical. Uh. But basically what it is, everyone has, I I, I presume anyone who exists on the internet has at least seen a Snapchat lens in use. It's the puppy dog filter that will put little puppy ears and a nose on your face. It's the masks that will make you have a frowny smile. And then there's also the face swap, which I think is everyone's favorite, where you can hold up your phone and face swap with inanimate objects or a person so long as they have facial features. Okay, I know that Snapchat didn't invent this, but I don't know like a lot more than that. So who originally created this technology? It was a company called Luxury. They were in Ukraine. And Snapchat acquired them for $150 million last year. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a very popular app until Snapchat acquired them because I hadn't heard of them and I don't think most people had. But once Snapchat acquired them, they pretty much shut down Luxury's app and brought it into Snapchat. And it's their technology. It is creating these lenses that you can put, basically a mask that you can put over your face. And what's interesting about them is it doesn't have to be a still photo. It can be a video, which is pretty unique. 
Okay, how does the trick actually work? Like, how does it get someone else's face to appear where your face should be? Well, I was shocked. So actually, Vox.com, one of our sister sites, did a great explainer on this. And they went through all of the patents for Luxury because Snapchat's pretty quiet about how they do all this. But essentially, it goes off of shadows. And the technology, the math behind it, the algorithm knows okay, the brim of your nose is typically this shade lighter than the shadow of your nose. So using those different contrasting colors and kind of ratios, it can figure out where your nose probably is versus where your eye is or something like that. And then once it has that kind of established, the algorithm also knows the average coordinates of a face, like where things lie on a face in mathematical terms, and will essentially be able to place your facial features over that algorithm and figure out, kind of line it up so that it knows where your lips are and your eyes are and your nose are. How, how did it become such a central part of Snapchat? Because like, I guess what's strange to me about this is it wasn't part of Snapchat for mm-hmm. most of chap- Snapchat's like existence to date. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But now I feel like it is when people think of Snapchat, they like picture this thing. How did something become so, I guess, essential to it? I think Snapchat realized that, yeah, people were taking photos of their meals or their days and things like that. But I think Snapchat also realized that people really were using their platform for selfies. And once they acquire this company and put this in their app, it just took off. I mean, it, it's so fun. Yeah, I have a crackpot theory about this that literally just like came to me when you said this. Oh boy, I'm, I'm ready for the conspiracy theory. Okay, here's a conspiracy theory. So I think selfies are an inherently wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And like they bring us like joy. They like help build our ego. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of purpose to them. But I think they have like weirdly been, if not politicized, almost genderized. Mm-hmm. That's probably not the right word for it. But, like, I feel like there are some people who feel like they don't have permission to take selfies or, like, it wouldn't be the right thing for them to do. Yeah. And I think Snap, like, these filters provide just enough of an artificial layer that people can enjoy a selfie, but it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm taking a selfie of myself right now. It's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm making a goof. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I will not. I take selfies to send to, like, my friends if I get a new haircut or something, let's say. But I will never post a selfie on Instagram. This actually came up this weekend. I will never post a selfie on Instagram. And on Snapchat, I use the lenses all the time because it does give you a reason to send your friends a selfie. I don't feel as vain sending them me in a puppy dog lens being like, la, 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 I'm in a car. What are you guys doing? That it, Unless, like, that just gives me a reason to send it. For some reason. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, so for people who don't want to become a Snapchat person, are there other options to try out this kind of face filter tech? There's a handful of options, but the one that has stuck out to me as the most appealing is the Korean competitor of Snapchat called Snow. Okay, tell me tell me more. Snow is an app that is literally just an exact copy of Snapchat. There's a few differences, but more or less exactly the same. But they have completely just upped the lens game. They have hundreds of lenses, including one that's my favorite, that will put a little puppy dog on your shoulder. So it'll make your cheeks rosy and cute. So you'll still be looking cute, 
but then there's a little <laughs> cuddly virtual dog on your shoulder, and you're literally snuggling with it. It gives you a fake hand, too, as if you're holding it. Wait, oh, okay. I was like, why do you need an extra hand? <laughs> that doesn't sound yeah, adorable no. at all. It's really cute. Okay, what what do you find so appealing about face filters? Like, I mean, I'm not talking like, I don't need, you know, the science of it or anything like that. Like, deep down in your soul, what is your connection with the Snapchat lens? I think I find them so appealing because I do not like the ones that make you look uglier. I will say that right now. I will not use the frowny face. I have a couple friends who think that's funny. I'm like, no. If I'm sending these lenses, I want to look cute. (laughs) And I think I like it because it's an ego boost. And it's an easy way for me to just talk to my friends without feeling totally silly about sending them just a clip of my face. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's pure joy. And it's bonding, again, with the face swaps. I bond with family members over this. I have so many face swaps in my photos right now of me with, like, every person I know. But, okay, let's let's pick at this. You said you don't like the ones that, like, don't make you look good, but I've never seen a face swap look good. Well, those are different because I just feel like it's pure entertainment. Okay. Because you're like, what would it look like if our faces were mashed up? And then you see it and you're like, you just laugh. And also, who so is funny. who? Because if your face yeah, is on exactly. somebody else... You can't blame someone for what you're seeing. That's so you're true. both just like, wow, we're mutually gross. <laughs> Isn't that just the definition of humanity? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so looking beyond just entertaining ourselves, are there applications for this sort of thing beyond the goofs, like down the line? I honestly can't think beyond like more cynical like oh facial recognition technology and how that's going to play into like our inevitable doom and privacy failing state i can't think of anything beyond that okay wait 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 but let's talk about that (laughs) (laughs) that casual passing thought i mean (laughs) is is like that a real this is purely speculation again is that a real concern that like what about in the future right like I don't want to come into work. So I, like, get a really good face swap. Because, I mean, this is, like, the earliest of this technology, right? Like, this is, mm-hmm. like, E.T. on Atari. This is, like, Pong. Mm-hmm. And, like, in the future, 30 years from now, what if I just hire somebody to wear my face whenever they need to show up to meetings over video? Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it's a great I mean, idea. I mean, definitely a good idea. I think it would take a lot of work to get to that point. But the most compelling conspiracy theory i have heard uh-huh. about snapchat lenses that you know is a good chuckle or not uh is that snapchat is building the largest facial recognition database with all of our selfies it's like the google image search of us <laughs> yeah well that's deeply unsettling yeah <laughs> fantastic now i feel yeah. horrible <laughs> Because, I mean, it would be a good one, a really good database. It's straight <laughs> up just our faces, like 100% our faces, analyzed, staring into the camera, talking, everything. And, and performing whatever they want us to perform. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times it's like, oh, make the dog's tongue come out by, like, winking yeah. twice. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This all makes so much sense, even though we have no way to confirm this at all, and it's pure speculation, <laughs> and they can't sue us because of this. <laughs> wow. Um I think I think I have to credit that one to like rap the rapper BOB. <laughs> He's also a um flat earth truther, so we should probably take what he says with a grain of salt. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. 
Wow. <laughs> I, I like how in uh, in a very recent episode, we talked about uh, dinosaurs n- not being real truthers. And now we've uh, <laughs> hit flat earth truthers. We're really <laughs> loading up this show that is supposed to be informational <laughs> with complete ridiculous conspiracy theories. Yep. Thank you for being on this episode. I, I do appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks to Autodesk Graphic for sponsoring today's episode. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI and UX, or anything else you need out of a professional vector design app. It's available on your Mac, phone, and iPad, so you can design without compromise on the go. It's the vector design app you've been waiting for for your iPad Pro and Apple Pencil. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or find it in the App Store. Thank you all for listening. We are here every Tuesday on TheVerge.com or on iTunes or on any podcasting platform of your choice. And uh, where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter. My username is at Ashley R. Carmen. Perfect. Until next time, we will see you all later. Goodbye. Ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba.